I'm just going to because the the structure of the show is that we don't have a structure necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, oh uh, well, first it's recording. I want to update the 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 listeners. Uh, I have started watching Indian action movies, and it's kind of an obsession now. And uh, there's a bunch of them on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Mm. Do you have and any recommendations? Because I've seen, I've seen parts of those, and I have loved every second of it, and wish I had like a jumping on point. Uh, War from 2019. It only has okay. two musical numbers, but they are delightful, and the action is amazing. And it has a guy that's kind of like Chris Hemsworth ish, but like more muscular and he can dance like far more gracefully than you would incredibly well yeah you you would not expect him to be able to move like that and um the one i just watched that was released last month pushpa on amazon Uh, both these are on amazon prime if you're a member and push yeah we have it oh good and that's just like a, a smuggler kind of like a scarface type story and it ends with like wait for part two in a couple of years so like fuck yes there's gonna be more and uh it's it's a good starting point and there's uh, some other sillier ones that are on on netflix that that aren't as good but just as fun you just kind of have to look for it you should be you should be assembling a list like on letterboxd or something like that uh yeah probably Mm-hmm. So this is the uh, Arbitrary Indiscriminate Movie Podcast. I have hijacked this show, uh, although I usually start it off anyways. My name is Joel, and uh, I've got Spencer here with me, but uh, Melborg was taken to a different football planet or, or something like that. I don't know. She had something to do. But uh, Spencer, would you like to introduce our first ever, 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 ever guest? Uh, Sure. This is someone i've been friends with since uh it would have been a fall of 2006 yes i think that's right uh and uh yes that's over half my life at this point and i think you're the only person from high school i still uh, regularly talk to at this point Mm. uh yeah you're one of two (laughs) is the other one nick Yes, it is. Uh, he, I did tell him I was, uh, I was doing this with you today, and he did want me to tell you uh, hi and hopes, and uh, he hopes everything is uh, is going well. Yeah, we should probably bring Nick on. He, I think he'd be a fun guest. Yeah. No, it's a, you know the the gauntlet that we set forward is is a high bar to reach. So we'll have to see if if even James survives. He, do you already have an eye patch? Because you may lose an eye. Uh, no, but I do have glasses, so... Uh, oh, well, you've just got the extra protection. Take, take my left one. It's <laughs> If I get that out of here, I think uh, I think I can actually stop wearing glasses if I want. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, yeah. Make do. Yeah, uh, Joel, for a visual, he's like... Do you remember the Simpsons episode? Uh, like like something like 20 short stories in, in a small yes. town or something. Remember uh-huh. the, the tall man in the glasses? Yes. Uh, that's Jamie. Okay, this is the only car I could afford. Yes. (laughs) Um, Another one I get told, funny enough, um, 
in this very film, if Clark were a functional human being, it'd probably be similar to me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> because I actually get told I look like John Heater quite often. Uh, I never a, thought, I never realized that before, but I kind of see it. <laughs> yeah, it's almost and, a compliment. And my hair has grown in a little bit, so I even have, like, not the hair that he has in this movie, but, like, his general kind of longer shaggy haircut is very similar to mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, yes. Uh, going yeah. to the bottom of the chin there, length. Uh, so this movie is the Benchwarmers in our the continuing of our David Spade watching movie-a-thon type thing. Uh, Spencer picked this specifically because he has fond memories uh, of eating beef stew while watching this with his no. best friends. Oh, Christ. No, this was a random pick, and I said oh. we can't pick Dickie Roberts because I I remember seeing that at a friend's birthday party, and I also and I don't want to destroy the memory of thinking that's a good movie. Right. And I said I said it's a, I can destroy the memory of this being a good movie. I went totally okay with that. Yeah, I I was too. And um, as much as I as I think as much as we always hope that won't happen, it it did. <laughs> I think there's a lot of interesting things uh, that almost work in this movie. There, I wouldn't say it's funny, but uh, you know this was my first time watching it, so I, I don't have any nostalgia for the things. I, I have nostalgia for you know uh, Rob Schneider and and. Uh, David Spade in general, not not John Heater, you know. Yeah. <laughs> At uh, yeah, I was like, oh boy, I hope I hope these two <laughs> don't really love this movie still because I'm gonna I'm gonna be the odd man out. Oh, no, I don't no. think I would ever do a podcast about a movie that I take really really seriously because it would be no fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. This what. This is a thing I was fearing with, like, Lost and Found, the other David Spade movie that you recommended, Joel, the, yeah. the rom-com, where it's like, oh, a 90s rom-com? Oh, I don't David Spade, I don't know about that. But that's a good movie. And this was everything, all the lazy jokes you'd expect, all the homophobic jokes you'd expect. Oh, boy. That... <laughs> My God. All right, so if we're if we're gonna kick off with that, I just want to read. If I'm going to read any notes that I took, I want these to be the the two that are consecutive. All right. It was like a, a little more than maybe a third of the way through the movie, and I wrote down. Let me see if I can find it. I said, as far as jokes that aren't going to hold up, at this point in the movie, I expected way more homophobia. Instead, I'm a bit rubbed the wrong way by how many jokes are at the expense of children mm-hmm. and how many jokes are at the expense of little people. Mm-hmm. And then right after I wrote that, they played the scene where they play Ding Dong Ditch and the one coach mm-hmm. and his gay lover come to the door mm-hmm. and the main characters go, ew, gross. And my next, uh, my next note says, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, can, can you imagine? That's a, that's a, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think Adam, uh, like was overseeing this and was like, I'm not going to be in this one. This is too, this is too stupid even for me. Impossible. I'll just put my, I'll just put two of my best friends in, <laughs> and, and my wife, and, yeah. yeah, and my wife, and Ooh. his, and his nephew is in it too, Jared. Oh. He's the chubby kid who gets the autograph. 
Oh, okay. Oh. That kid grows up to be the other person that was in... Is he the one that's in The Wrong Missy? Yes, he is. There's like four people from The Wrong Missy in this movie. Started young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not... Yeah. Yeah, nepotism. We've already named at least three. (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, So Schneider, um, Schneider's wife, um, and Molly Sims is the right Missy. Or The Wrong Missy? Okay, so that's five. Yeah. um, uh, Jared... Uh, Jared Sandler, Jackie Sandler, uh, oh John Farley is in both of them. Not. Nah. Yeah. And the, he's, is he the gay lover in this? Yes, one? he is. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's uh, that's John Farley. Mm-hmm. That's Chris mm-hmm. Farley's brother. Brother. Yeah. Okay. It's the it's the first trivia on IMDb. The gay lover is played by blah 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 Chris Farley's brother I'm like oh my god that's important trivia I better write this down <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's another crossover person I'm sh- there's so many there has to l- be little things there's gotta be yeah. oh uh oh uh, Nick Swartzen oh duh yeah I've I mean, to he's see so the wrong Missy but I've heard it's very good um, did you hear it from Spencer <laughs> <laughs> uh no just in general actually oh, okay uh, it's worth watching for the lead actress Lauren Lapkus. Lauren She's Lapkus, hilarious. Yeah. Everything else is just like coasting yeah. off of like the like it's a it's a happy mass and comedy. You know what to expect. And then Lauren Lapkus is actually trying to be funny, and it, and it's funny. <laughs> mm. That's rare for a latter day happy Madison movie. Yeah. So. Besides the the theme of this movie somehow being uh, the an- somehow being antithesis to to what it's actually supposed to be, being is that these are the dorks, you know, quote unquote dorks, and they're they're showing these bullies what what by abusing them. <laughs> uh, I also think this is like the grossest movie we've seen. You know, we haven't this seen that movie. Many. Really goes all in on gross. And yeah. I did not appreciate that. <laughs> hmm. In fairness, well, in fairness, like the the most, the, there are two moments that made me laugh out loud, and one was uh, when John Heater's like, "Oh, I blew up the the porta potty." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that is the one part that also <laughs> legitimately makes me laugh. Where the guy goes, "Who did this?" <laughs> oh yes, and that. Uh, and then that, and he, that also and then, made me laugh. And then he vomits randomly. Yes, the, 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 yeah. actually, the the couple of different vomit things made me laugh because for some reason I'm I guess I'm used to that now. Yeah, and the other thing is like, which is I guess more offensive is at towards the end when the the muscle guy is like, "I want a little man," and then his friend has, "I have one." Yeah, and just hands it over. <laughs> uh. I, I that that also made me chuckle, but it's I I really you know the infantilizing of little people for <laughs> yeah. God's sake. I know. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I have yeah, I have a vital question. Mm-hmm. Okay, how did these three become friends? <laughs> I mean, because John no. Heater appears to be at least like significantly younger than them yet it appears that all of these various people seem like they all went to school together except for rob schneider i guess right like all at the Mm. same time 
Yeah, I think that David Spade and John Heater are supposed to be the same age in this movie for sure. Then but how I, is Nick Swartz supposed to be? I, he's not a character. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't think how he's human. It's not <laughs> even. Even though I understand, it's just meant to be the joke is that he's agoraphobic. It's yeah. definitely not a realistic depiction of agoraphobia. But I also uh, think how he might still be one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> And um, as somebody who uh, deals with agoraphobia on on occasion, I also drink a lot of sunblock. <laughs> yeah. Do I, you um do you attack Girl Scouts with a sword <laughs> when they come to your to your uh, to your home? Because I I feel like I do that to the the DoorDash people when I when I call yeah. them. <laughs> it's just because I'm so excited. I'm like, hey, you want to see my sword? Oh, where are you running? <laughs> Has nothing to do with agoraphobia. Yeah. Uh... Uh, to, to to prolong this conversation even more, uh, uh, there's another Happy Madison movie with um, Tim Meadows in it, who makes and like his scenes are the best part of it. Grown Ups too, and I was mm-hmm. hoping like I saw Tim Meadows in the credits, like, well he's gonna be hilarious in this, and even no. Tim Meadows isn't given like any any funny stuff. No, yeah, they decided not to give him jokes, which is weird. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's, was he just like maybe he was like <laughs> hanging out in the parking lot and he was like Adam Adam are you producing a new movie can I do anything uh yeah buddy uh oh shit <laughs> we're out of parts <laughs> yeah. just on break from filming something else and is like can I do a two minute scene that you wrote for some asshole mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah get, get me on some of those uh what's it called the money you get from movies over time royalties royalties thank yeah. you yeah Dividends. <laughs> uh, when the uh, okay, so when it comes to funny things, I also thought mm-hmm. it was really funny um, when the squirrels like burst out of the tree <laughs> after being killed by the yeah. baseball bat. Yeah, that is pretty. I good. I also did actually enjoy the callback joke where I think at the at the last game, David Spade says, "I also can think of three squirrels who would have been there today if it weren't mm. for." <laughs> I, I I did actually kind of chuckle at that too. Uh, yeah, I'm like, it, it's uh, outside of, like the offensive stuff, which is like we'll probably get more into because there's there's some uh, like sometimes I forget watching like 2000s era stuff is like this what was acceptable, and this was this real reminder like Jesus Christ we have moved we have moved way on from this in, in such a yeah, short time. It, it it almost gets to the point where it's like the joke doesn't even have to be a joke. The joke just has to be they're gay. Yeah, and then, and, and then it would just be like, so you laugh, right? Because that's that's the joke. Yeah, and it's like some, but like like the, there's like interesting stuff with some of the writing because like there's multiple callbacks to various like they talk about little people a lot, but like I didn't expect it to come up so much, and it, and it seems like they're actually trying to think think uh think forward of like how can we just have this one joke count like repeat in different ways and there seems to be some thought of trying to like have certain certain repeated jokes that are are changed every time you see it but it's Mm. still is done in a way where it's just like it puts us in the laziest possible way yeah yeah and that's and so like it's it's i can see the effort that because nick schwarzman co-wrote it and Alan Covert, the other guy, uh, and like, there's clearly intent. It's just 
I, I guess the Happy Madison method is you write one draft and that's good enough. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's a, like a, it, punching up the script or whatever, whatever decisions they made to. Because the th- okay, so uh, the through line of the movie is supposed to be everyone should enjoy playing baseball, I guess, basically, and it, no one should be not or people should not be included. Or, I, I I don't know. I mean, I want to say that the uh, the message is bullying is wrong, but yeah, it's it's bullying is wrong until you realize that the bullies are also victims, and so I guess the real villains are middle class dads. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, it's it's definitely a message of like your parents and the adults around you teach you how to be this way, so they because the kids don't come up with it on, on their own. Uh, like uh, Gus, Rob Schneider's character says, "Like kids, kids can be so cruel or whatever." It's like they, that is true, but it is learned behavior, unless you have like the kid from The Omen. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> some some just come out wrong, but jeez. Oh, <laughs> like uh, I like like a, a big problem I had was having Rob Schneider as like he's a straight man. I wrote like, that I wrote that down. I was like, it's so bizarre to see Rob Schneider be the straight man instead of the hot, the hot chick. Or, yeah. or like the carrot from South Park. Doing the crazy stuff. Yeah, like it, it was it was tripping. really biz- it was really bizarre. And tripping David Spade. Like he can be a good straight man in a movie. Because like his well, whole thing is like kind of smarmy jackass and like yeah. it doesn't he doesn't need to be crazy over a top. And Tone yeah, Down he, Rob Schneider isn't funny. Yeah, like, D- David Spade is almost best toned down because he's good at just slipping in the, like, the dry but really good joke, like, as a reaction to, sorry, to something. Whereas Rob Schneider just goes like, oh, yeah, ha okay. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what? Okay. And nods his head and smiles. But I see David Spade playing the straight man. That's... The, that was the problem I had with uh, the wrong Missy, it, because it's, uh, you know, if he's playing mm-hmm. the straight man, as in he was playing in Lost and Found, mm-hmm. where he's still his wisecracking self, uh, you know, self-effacing and stuff like that, that's awesome. But, like, Rob Schneider's character is is very similar to David Spade's character in, in the wrong Missy because they are vanilla good or whatever you know but I mean even even worse than the wrong Missy like there's yeah. nothing there's no character to him Gus's character is like he's he's a really good guy and he has he has mature <laughs> ways of handling things uh, when he sees a wrong happening you know not 100% mature obviously but the twi- you know the when the twist is revealed which is, God, not a twist. Uh, it's you know that that plays into why his character is at least just supposed to seem like a, a wholesome guy who won't have sex with his wife. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, it's it was very interesting to me that um, I guess I guess what we're kind of supposed to be depicted um, is that Gus's wife 
somehow makes uh, f- fucking and making a baby such an unpleasant and unfun thing <laughs> that Rob Schneider would rather buy into a multi-day baseball tournament plot than stay home and fuck his own wife. <laughs> yeah, just straight up lie to her. <laughs> yeah, and like to quote Melanie in previous dudes' fate episodes, he he's really um out kicking his yardage. Yes, because yeah. like because uh, you see Molly Sims and you see Rob Schneider, it's like, well, it's, you mu- there's must be something about you that's charming. <laughs> there has to be something. Yeah. yeah, it's like they don't want to hire like funny women i mean not, not to say I, I feel bad saying that about both molly sims and jackie sandler because they're you know whatever they're they're stuck yeah. in the movies and they're they're doing their best but they, they read what is given to them yeah yeah molly isn't given anything like, to do she's just no she's like, not she like, she's there to build tension for rob schneider and to i guess make him feel bad but his his version of feel bad is simply avoid her because he's worried about karma. And then at the end where he's like, I can't be a coach because I have to continue banging my wife until she gets pregnant. She goes, Oh, don't worry. I'm already pregnant. And he's like, thank God (laughs) (laughs) I I don't have to continue spending time with my own wife. I can (laughs) play around with my friends who are way younger than me somehow. Yeah. Mm. I I just need to go back and abuse children, uh, honey. I you know I don't have time for this. Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 best thing is that this movie kind of speeds right by. And uh, yeah, it. I didn't remember it being so short, but I I certainly appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, brevity uh, is good. Yeah. I don't know. Like like watching this made me reconsider my stance I made in the previous episode, where I asked you guys. Um, would you rather be Adam Sandler and just hang out with your buddies and make uh, kind of bad movies, or would you rather be like like the Coen Brothers and make artful, soulful movies? And now I'm I'm and I said I'd rather be Adam Sandler, but now I think I'd rather be a, a Coen brother instead. It just depends on if you have if you want to do something that you're extremely passionate about, or if you want to hang out, kind of slip by, and just like have a fun time in Mickey Payday. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was saying. Like if you if you're concerned about the art, you're not Adam Sandler. I mean, you know, Adam Sandler is in some very artful movies, but yeah. never ones he has created. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like yeah. I the the these sort of reputable directions that he has taken recently where it's kind of obvious that he's phoning it in and just making a lot of kind of lazy, lazy projects. Not all, but a lot. Um, certainly seem to be a, a matter of like what he is making, but his his talent is still there when he wants to use it. He just decides n- to never use it because why not? He still gets a payday if he does nothing but hang out and be on vacation while cameras are rolling. That still sounds that still sounds ide- ideal to me. I, I like art. <laughs> yeah, no, like if that's your thing, like go ahead. But, yeah. but I hate I mean, work more than I love art. Yeah, that, that's that's a perfect encapsulation of what it comes down to. It, it, it makes uncut gems even more like kind of depressing because like, oh, he's capable of this. <laughs> he just he just won't do it, and like oh he won't maybe like once a decade. 
Wow, I, I'm looking at the cast list here. That mm-hmm. makes me very happy that Doug Jones was the one doing the... Maybe he's doing the... Oh, d- was Doug Jones uh, my favorite character, the spiteful robot? <laughs> that is correct, at least according to the credits, yeah, on uh, Letterboxd. Yeah, yeah, that that is definitely the best character. I was like, it, okay, every time he's on here, you know, being an... Especially when he's being an asshole to... Uh, uh, John Heater. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's good." For no, Don't touch me for no reason. Like exactly. John Heater did nothing to him, and he's just like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and like, I like the random cameo of Knight Rider, and it actually is um, William Daniels doing a voice of Knight Rider again. Yeah, and so I was like, you "Mr. Can- Feeny." I didn't expect him to actually. I didn't think they'd have enough clout to get like Mr. Feeney for this. They got him out of the retire home, mint home, and yeah. you know, <laughs> put him yeah. in front of a microphone. Yeah, I'm saying, uh, and for people listening, I'm saying Mr. Feeney because on Boy Meets World, uh, that that's William Daniels, and he's he was Knight Rider, among other things. That's cool. See, I didn't know that. I I knew he was in Boy Meets World. I I had no idea he was the voice of Kit. Yeah, and I just watched. I got the Blu-ray. Um, series of um, Kolchak to Night Stalker, and there's an episode with him in it, and I'm seeing him young is like, how old is he? And then I looked up, and he's like 95. Like yeah. he's been he's been around for a long time. Damn. Let's oh uh, yeah okay so so the Night Rider car I I was like mm-hmm. so perplexed by that moment, and I was kind of perplexed by, um, what's his name uh. Lovitz? Yes, John Lovitz altogether at first, because I was like, okay, is this just going to be like random guy thing, you know? Uh, and like the Knight Rider specifically, I was like, people watching this now aren't going to know who the it, fuck Knight Rider it was a, is. It was a weird selection of things to be so, to be chosen as like his nerdy expressions. Yeah. As far as like the the nerdy interests that he had. And there's no real moments of, like, actual nerding out in this movie, because no. I think that, like, these guys... No, no one involved in making this knew anything about that or how to do it. Right, right. They're, they're all too cool. They're too cool for that, you know? Yeah, I mean, like... And, and you can mainly tell... Oh, go ahead, Spencer, sorry. Yeah, like, David Spade playing, like, I'm a nerd who's afraid of girls. Like, if you know anything about, like, his personal life, which you just, you just like, do a quick search, like, you realize... He's the kind of guy who, like, he can get, like, a supermodel easily, and he has yeah. for it many was, years, and it's like it seeing even, him... Oh, sorry. Uh, it was even weird in the movie, because it was like, oh, I've, like, never gone on a date, and I'm like, you're, like, a smooth-talking, charming person <laughs> who somehow makes the coconut head haircut work for you? Like, you... He, like, his character, even in the movie, should be fucking all the time. <laughs> I mean, he has a kid like it, with a Playboy playmate in real life, and it's like I—you can't play his character. Dude. Yeah, you can't. It's stupid. You cannot convince me that he is not fucking women constantly. <laughs> I mean, a better a better actor could could have convinced you, but he's like his version of nerd is only so much as that he is not good at sports. Yeah, his version of nerd is not good at sports and friends with Clark. All right. Oh well, that's that. I mean, that lowers your your coolness score pretty far, unfortunately. 
I don't know. Uh, John Heater did kiss a girl before he did. Listen, that's oh, that is true. I I was actually shocked. A random woman we've never met before. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the woman from the uh, Stacy's mom video. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Uh, anyways, like I I had heard a long time ago that John Heater refused to do any romantic movies a, and with kissing scenes especially because he grew up Mormon. You know? Yeah, yeah I, I had and heard something similar. I guess that was just some bullshit somebody told me and I've been believing mm-hmm. it since I was, you know, 18 or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I or, mean, maybe, or maybe he was earlier on and he realized that's stupid. This is just a job. I mean, do you, do you see lip-to-lip contact? Hmm. That's true. They could have just. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not willing to watch the movie again to find out. I d- me neither. <laughs> yeah. No. Another, another thing that I gathered about John Lovitz is, um, it's at one point shown that the entire staff for his uh, for his tournament is children, and that's when I realized, oh, he has all this money from child labor. <laughs> yep. He went. He went to Malaysia and bought. He bought definitely some runs some kind of factory or shop in somewhere in an Asian country, and just like feeds children breadcrumbs a day. <laughs> yeah, there should be yeah. a spinoff where he's a horrible like child serial killer, and somebody you know, Gus has to come back to catch him and finally end his <laughs> evil rain yeah, or whatever it, it gave me a vibe of the it's always sunny episode where you have a sweatshop in the basement of the of the bar yeah why haven't why hasn't happy madison done a straight-up horror comedy um they haven't right i know hubie, there's hubie halloween yeah, but hubie i have no halloween, idea i guess would be the closest i can think of right i think that's too much effort i it's too i would agree with that I, I, I kind of think it, they can make it work. I mean, and me saying that with their, you know, last five years of output, like, I don't know where it's coming from, but for some reason I just get this, like, tingly feeling like, ooh, what can happen? A little jokiness, a lot of violence. You know, that that kind of sounds like uh, the Cornetto trilogy. Hmm. Yeah. Except I for mean, American, which means not as good. Yeah, I mean, they could... Yeah. I mean, they ripped off... Um, what is it? The Farang Missy had ripped off um, uh, for Green Star Marshall. Like, I think it's been long enough they can just be like, okay, we can do our our lazy version of um, Edgar Wright. Like, uh, I, I won't put oh, past wow. them to suddenly like, do a, mm-hmm. do a Edgar Wright ripoff like, in, within a couple of years. Castle or Lapkus again. We'll watch it. Yeah. Or, or I'd rather have her be in something good that has, like, a, you know, a thought behind it where she gets mm. the you know. mm-hmm. yeah interesting interesting did you did okay I'm mm-hmm. this cast is actually besides the people that are normally in the movies like uh, I guess Patrick Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger was in this Mr. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son yeah he's in stuff now I, wasn't he's in Expendables 3 no I'm mm, making that let's up let's see I, a couple of, I mean, he was also in Grown Ups too. That's funny. Oh. Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Daniel isn't real. I like that poster. But, oh, that's, yeah, uh, they talk, that was on Horror Queers. That's a, a super gay movie. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yep. I in, I'm interested. 
Uh, um, other people like uh, Lachlan Monroe has that. He has that one scene. Um, yeah, which makes me realize. Oh, this was probably filmed in Vancouver. Yeah, after saying that, <laughs> he's not allowed to come into the states. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, he like I listened to um, stop podcasting yourself, and he's been on I think at least once or twice, and he's just like he's the go-to Canadian guy of whenever a TV show or a movie that's American is filming Vancouver, you you like legally have to hire Lachlan Monroe for something. <laughs> I I like him, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel. He's he's fine. Just like yeah. he, show, he shows up in everything, doing like yeah. you know tight bit parts though. So. Yeah, it it was it was his his like two lines in this movie were almost feel felt like they were edited back in out of sequence. Yeah, and also like even though I think there is a shot where he and John Lovitz are standing next to each other, I somehow still feel like they were never <laughs> actually there on location together. Yeah. Oh, like, his his name in the credits here is... Uh, where I just lost him. Lachlan Monroe. He's got a weird name. You can find it. Uh-oh. I got it. Uh, Ultimate Home Remodel Host. Yeah, that sounds like... Was, was, it, was it supposed was to be on like a on, like, a... What's the like a home and garden network is what I would think or something? Yeah, like that, there, no. There's a specific name of a show that as soon as I was about to say it, I had a brain fart and forgot what it was called. Uh, Extreme Home Makeover. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, was it was it supposed like to be to that everything was funded by a show? I guess it would make more sense for a corporate billionaire to run it through a show instead of paying for it himself. Sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, like th- this this movie feels like there's like there's probably like a ninety minute cut, and they're like. No, this is this is too much. We have to trim out anything make connecting these connecting these scenes together. <laughs> Leave in all the disgusting stuff. Cut yeah. out the good. Yeah. Yeah. No. And 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 Adam said, "Keep in my wife." <laughs> oh, definitely. Guys, the the test audiences are loving the booger jokes. We got to double down. Get all this. Oh get this d- dialogue. Fuck. Fuck that. Get it out of here. Let me tell you. I, I, I learned that I have a new trigger, mm-hmm. and that is people spitting while they're talking. I oh. could not look. Once that kid started just spraying... Sam, Sammy Sprinkler, a.k.a. COVID Thanos. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I literally covered my head, and I, I had to ask my partner, Sarah, to tell me when he was off screen, because I didn't want to see it. Like... I did, and I had no idea that was a phobia or a, or a trigger I had, which was funny. But now, if I catch anybody out there spitting while they're talking, I'm just going to start running and screaming. Yeah. Um, also, if you're an adult, uh, don't don't spit on a child when talking to them about their uh, <laughs> talking while spitting habit. Is it okay to spit on your wife afterwards, though? Oh, yeah, always. I mean... okay. I'm just checking. Yeah. Let me let me write this down. She can't spit okay. on you though. That's no. You're that's that's submissive. James you can't do that. Appropriate spitting. Oh, definitely not. No, everybody everybody is a man in this movie for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, um, one cast member we should mention is the 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 older guy who's in all these movies with a really raspy voice. He has yes. like one scene. He's in oh, is it the guy who answers the the first door? Uh, I thought it was the video store guy. 
Uh, no, um, Blake Clark. He he was in Community that one episode playing the gym coach where Jeff doesn't want to work. Oh sports. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who's who's the Empire who just becomes important for like one game. Oh yeah, yeah for like the last one or something. Yeah. No, no, in, no. It was. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, is he a coach in Waterboy? I'm misremembering that. Uh, no, I don't think. No, the coach in the Waterboy is. Um, oh, Henry Winkler is Happy Days. Yeah. yeah. I think he's in Waterboy. I'm pretty sure he has to be. Of course he is. Everybody's in Waterboy. That's true. I still like that movie. I, I, I think I should probably not like it because of my sensibilities towards uh, people's actual issues, but uh, it's still, <laughs> that movie still makes me laugh. Um, that's another movie where it's like, I have a fond memory of it, but I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, f- f- little tangent, Fruits of Bulk is definitely like a, a, a sexual awakening of mine. Um, yes. I, I have still not gotten over my uh, the 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 things that attract me to women that she taught me <laughs> by existing. Uh, that, yeah. That, okay, that makes sense coming from you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I wonder if that's why I liked goth girls when I was uh, a lot younger. Yeah, I I didn't want to be as direct about it, but no, I I liked goth girls before before liking goth girls was cool. I, it oh, was yeah. it was always. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think I recently had uh, like a a memory, uh, like callback thing of like because um, the I re-listened to the wrong messy episode and you posted it. I forgot I ta- mentioned the Harry Potter in the theater uh, thing. I was like, oh yeah, that movie like oh, awakened me. Uh, but like, uh, but before that, like the thing that like planted the seed was Star Wars mm. Episode Two. And the Colosseum sequence when Nellie Portman, Padme's, Padme's, yes. um, like crop top, uh, her, her midriff, and then she gets scratched, so her, yeah. so her back is now open. Yeah, I just remember being in a theater, like, being like ten or eleven, being like, I like looking at this, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Did you like yeah. it before or after she had the big scarf around her neck, but still her midriff was exposed? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's they the only scene I remember. For a <laughs> that's the only thing I remember from the movie, really. You're good. Lucky you. I know there's a uh, I hate sand thing, but that's that's like that's yeah, that's in that. Oh yeah, that's in the same movie. Yep. That's so, that is such a good scene. That's like actors 101, being that these people are acting like people who've never acted before. Even poor Natalie Portman. And anyways, she's fine. She she's fine. Yeah, she, she's and doing so is, well. So is Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I I think is she I think well? she's all right. Um, well, they're about to make another Star Wars show on Disney Plus, and he's going to reprise his role as uh, as Vader. Um, I don't I don't. He won't be doing the voice, but I think at the end of one of the movies where he becomes Darth Vader, he yes. is actually in the suit. And so I think for the new show, he'll be the one in the suit as well. Yeah. Oh. I want. Oh, okay, I should ask Megan Sunday, a uh, mutual friend of me and Joel's, about that. She's a big. She covers Star Wars for the Spool, uh, a, a film on TV site. Everyone should be. Oh, uh, Spool. Reading. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, no, we. Um. Uh, uh, my girlfriend and I are both uh, rampant Star Wars fans. We're completely caught up on everything. Uh, yep. Me too. Oh, well, except for the. I, I've never watched any of the animated ones. Uh, I watched Visions, but I. Uh, it's. 
It's it's more anime than it is Star Wars. It's right. good, but it's more it's more of an anime than it is a Star Wars right. property. It, it's not like canon stuff. It's like an adaptation. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's cool because they have the freedom to tell really cool stuff. But if if you're watching it for the Star Wars instead of for the anime, you're mm. not going to be into it. That's probably why my friends roll down on it. <laughs> Dorks, I'm gonna give them a wedgie and mm. fart in their face. They make fun of the fact if any of them are homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anyways, let's guys, talk about bench warmers. Oh, did oh, I speak going back to the goth girl thing? Uh, uh, what? Um, Ellie Ellie King is in it. Is in this movie. Is she the goth girl who hisses at the? Yes, that the is her. Host? That uh, that is Rob Schneider's daughter. In case anyone didn't know that. Oh no, I did not know that. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was her. I just remembered. I actually know exactly who that is. I had no idea that was her. Yeah, she had a big hit song. I want to say maybe four years ago. Yeah, X's and O's. Yeah, it's. Uh, does she have any more? Oh, she has a new single from last year. Cause okay, it's a pretty big, a, uh, a couple of years gap uh, for. Anyway, yeah. So like, it, it's also kind of weird seeing her and just being like. Man, she she got lucky. <laughs> like, she, <laughs> but, I don't know what Rob Schneider's wife looks like, I, you know, or if it is you know somebody that. Yeah, I have no oh, idea who the mother I forget, is. Right? I've I've seen pictures of her mom. I forget who it is or what she looks like. I mean, she Rob doesn't Schneider's like not. I, are you saying that Rob Schneider is an attractive person? Uh, I could I I could dunk on him. I can say that. <laughs> Well, yes, but do you're you're losing. You, see, benchwarmers no, taught you nothing. He's certainly <laughs> carrying some attractive genes, maybe. Yeah, well, he's not ugly. I would say that. Like, and no. you know, every beauty's in the eye of the beholder and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I, but I don't look at Rob Schneider and think this guy's ugly. Uh, yeah, true. He, he's not. Uh, never mind. Don't, I'm not, I won't speak ill of the dead. But uh, someone recently died who kind of was ugly looking physically, but was a good singer. Oh, was it? Oh, Damn. <laughs> you know I almost talking. said exactly who it was. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, the man was an nope. icon. I, I don't. When he was younger, I think people thought that his like you know he had like a Joe Don Baker thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Is Joe Don Baker people attractive? <laughs> people were into him. Yeah. He was like the he was like a a, a starring man back in his day. That's true. They were like, look at those arms, man. Those are like tree trunk arms. Look at that belly. No, <laughs> he's a normal guy too. Everybody's normal, except yeah. for John Heater. Yeah. What happened to John Heater? Like, after Napoleon Dynamite, he hasn't really had, like, a... I guess Blades of Glory was a, a big hit. But besides that, I don't I don't think... He kind of, like, just, like, stayed in, like, the like smaller scale stuff, it seems like. Yeah, it, it almost... Is this, um... Is this after that or before that? After which one? This is before Blades of Glory. Uh, this is before Blades of Glory. Yeah, Blades of yeah, Glory. Yeah, I kind of feel like Blades of Glory might be the last like real feature he was in, but he's still been doing stuff the whole time. Yeah, he's like, uh, and, like little it? voice roles and stuff. School for Scoundrels. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's that the same year as as Benchwarmers. Yeah. That's an okay movie for my memory, but 
I it's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah, I I've never seen it, but uh, Billy Bob Thornton, I know he can he can do good stuff when he tries. Wait, I think that's a movie with like Paul Shear and like Aziz have. Yes, it is the movie I'm thinking of. Like cool. Paul Paul Shear has a bit part in it because I remember being like, "Who's that weird looking guy?" And then, <laughs> and then, Would you say he's ugly? <laughs> No, I'm just uh, kidding. You don't have to answer. Don't he, he's answer. an affable. Yeah, he he's an affable person. You son of a bitch! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy Daly's in it too. Okay. Maybe it's no. It probably isn't worth rewatching. No. Beware. So I want to talk about one of my least favorite things in comedy movies, like of all time it's definitely in the top five it may even be number one but i'd really have to think about this i really hate adults whose characters are that they're super immature yeah and that's what john heater is doing in here and you know possibly i don't i don't know what else is going on here but one of the movies that people all love love like crazy and i wish I wish I could get on with it because that's, you know, I want to have fun just like everybody else is Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I feel like Step Brothers is the one movie that I that I am able to laugh at that being the joke. Mm-hmm. Just because the entire movie completely hinges around two people who happen to be that finding each other and being like, oh, God, I'm not alone. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I see. I see you're saying, Joel, but I, I, I haven't. I, that's why I haven't seen that in a long time either. But like, I remember loving that movie. Uh, I still think about the, like, like the the bunk bed crashing on top of. I think it was John C. Riley in that. Yeah, like there are some of those really classic jokes in that. But I, but that's like the that's a good example of that. Where every other example I can think of. It's kind of irritating. I think it's I really feel like it's the yeah. only movie, in, at least in my opinion, that did it to where it's actually funny and not just annoying. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Like John C. Riley is one of those people that, if you only know for, known for comedy, go back and watch like his stuff with Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, where it's like oh yeah. yeah, he is like a serious dramatic actor. Like that's why he's yeah. so funny. Cause he, yeah, he, he, it, he, it is why he's so funny. Also, uh, Gangs of New York. Uh, he, uh, I remember when uh, John C. Riley transitioned to like mostly doing comedies. Mm-hmm. That like when that started, I was like, "This guy's this guy's a serious drama actor. What the hell's <laughs> going on?" So I'm like the opposite. Everybody else would be like, "Yeah, he's funny. What serious too?" Yeah, it's it's. It's kind of the reverse. Like I, I think it works so well when good comedy actors do dramas, such as mm-hmm. Adam Sandler. And but you rarely see it the other way in in like a convincing way. Yeah, I like like Robin Williams, but he was just a good actor in general, though. Yeah, he right. Yeah, and uh, well, Jan Aykroyd was nominated for an Oscar once for Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A movie I'm that, gonna, like, <laughs> a movie that in our Spike Lee season, 
the whole season, I was like, maybe we should do an episode on Drive Miss Daisy and Green Book. The two, like, wrong-headed movies about race that Spike Lee hates. That won the Oscars. Th- yeah. yeah. And then I was like, you know what? That means we have to watch those movies. So, no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I love so many of the actors in those movies, though. <laughs> Makes me sad. Let's see. I, I was trying to think of uh, anybody in the cast that has done a dramatic turn. I was like, oh, John Lovitz was in uh, <laughs> A League of Their Own. But no, he's he's hilarious John Lovitz in that movie. Yeah, he has a classic, like, give him like, the tickle pickle. <laughs> yeah. And then he never shows I'm up again gonna, in the movie. <laughs> gonna go home, or I'm gonna eat dinner, go home, give the wife a tickle pickle, and then go to bed. Or something like that. <laughs> Very good. Uh, none of these other people. Uh, yeah, do you guys think Craig Kilborn is funny? No. Because uh, he's also in Wedding Crashers, or, it, no, Old School, and he's not funny in that either. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Sorry, I forgot re- which one Craig Kilborn <laughs> was. I'm not I'm not necessarily as intimately familiar with the entire <clears throat> cast. He's Jerry Ferry. Yeah. Um, oh yeah uh that scene by the way has a real gem where i think in back-to-back lines in the same scene um they drop the r word and then uh it is immediately followed up by the homophobic joke uh fairy jerry and i really appreciated the one-two punch of that one Mm. yeah it's a real uh man uh man jamie when we were teenagers We sh- we sure use language that we want that wouldn't fly today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did, and, so uh, did I definitely. Yeah, I mean, were were you guys saying the R word as late as high school? You were going because I mean, um, I stopped. Think- I I fully admit by then I probably was. Yeah, I think it would took until like freshman year of college to be like to mature enough to realize I shouldn't use this word anymore. Yeah. It's my partner, Sarah, who I have known since actually technically since grade school, but we didn't, we didn't really know each other. We, since high school, who first told me that that was a word that was a bad thing to say. It, like, you know, a bunch of my empathetic uh, things uh, come from her. The, the rest of the stuff, like, you know, I I was never somebody who would say the N-word. I'd hope not. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't even, I never even liked, if I was, like, saying lyrics to a rap or something okay. like that, where, I, I was, wouldn't even want to say it then. I was wondering where this was, where this was going. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, listen, oh, this, my, is, um, this is one of those, uh, this is one of those, I just don't even the, go there. At the Ku Klux, you know, I just uh, they they like it, and I don't like it. You're half Mexican. You can you can probably say like I don't know some something that I can't say that I, that I won't say on record. You're not gonna say wetback. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I wonder what that alarm was for. Oh, it was to remind me to start podcasting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yes, it's, I don't even, that doesn't, you know, Mexicans don't call each other wetbacks unless they're trying to be uh, assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not the the way that friends can call each other the N-word yeah, or true. whatever. Uh, I, can't, I can't think of any other uh, Mexican slurs at the moment, but, uh, 
you know, I never got them because I look white. Mm. I got my mom's coloring. It's only, you know, it's only until somebody sees my last name, usually when they're like, oh, are you uh, Mexican? <laughs> I have gotten that question on several occasions, even mm. as an adult. Like, hmm. Yeah. I is mean, it that vital to know? <laughs> it is, you know, for some people, it's like it, it, the, you're, I'm going to treat you in a different way. Like, uh, like in a work circumstance, it's like I'm still going to be professional. I'm just not going to be friendly. Like I've mm. seen the change happen. It, you know, my, some people. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't think we were going to get into this on fucking Ben's Warmers. <laughs> oh, oh, when we when we sat down, I was like, "All right, the only things that I'm going to be completely silent during are." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man oh going on off the latino uh riff there's a dominican guy in a movie and yeah which i apparently is technically based on a specific particular real thing and that's why they made him dominican okay um is that an actual 14 year old forged their birth certificate to say they were 12 so they could participate in little league and the the 14 year old happened to be dominican so that's why they made him dominican and they were okay. drunk all the time. Yeah, and they decided to just also throw on the drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. Hitting okay. on ladies. Yeah, uh, but I did like the joke of him running, like, in a home run and has the Dominican flag out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it was the f- funniest thing in the movie to me. Yeah, um, I did also kind of like the, the slight bit of weird... But kind of maybe an offensive joke, but also like an attempted at development that the reason he's drinking is because his heart is broken. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's relatable to any Catholic, you know. <laughs> yeah. I did think at was, the very least. And he has a kid too, and it was just funny, like, Poppy, like, go away. Yeah, go away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she just happens to show up right, right when he's presenting his birth certificate. See, yeah, those scenes, uh, why was that so funny? Yeah, the hmm. I did kind of appreciate the idea that their attempt to bribe wasn't to forge a better one. It was just to hand them that same piece of paper and a, <laughs> yes. and a $10, $10 bill, which I yep. almost feel like you could have just handed him a note that said, like, just shut up please <laughs> with the $10 bill. But they decided to give him the photo with the 12 years old. Yeah. Was getting, that, that guy was like, hmm. That's more than I make in a, in a week. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like <sighs> it's this, really good. Yeah, like this movie is another example of we talked about the wrong Missy thing. Like, why can't Sandler just cast like some of the women who are at SNL, or was he shitty to them or something? Because like I'm sure Sherry O'Terry would have loved like a bit part in this. Yeah, yeah. But you know, she never. You know, but she doesn't have like. That's what I was talking yeah. about, you know, when it comes to the, the women he hires to be the the wives or, yeah. you know, even just... Random, random woman. Yeah, ra- yeah. random Jackie Sandler. Yeah, because, like, 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 look, it, it, it's obvious, like, Jackie Sandler is gorgeous. And, like, you see mm-hmm. her and it's like, how is she with Adam? It's like, oh, he's funny. That's, that's probably why. <laughs> but, like, you know, it, why not, you know, just get get someone who can act. Or can tell a joke. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. 
I've seen I've seen so many Adam Sandler movies that like I've seen I must have seen her before, but I never knew who the hell she was until we talked about the wrong Missy. Actually, I feel like yeah, well, in that one he gives her like she has like a a, a support role and it has actually yeah, important to the movie sub character, yeah, which is part of the problem of that movie. Yeah, I don't. I I think that maybe she can't play mean, and that was what they wanted her to be like the, the little part she has in uh this movie i think actually is kind of funny uh, i don't think that it works for david spade's character as the movie goes on i don't think he's the kind of person who would just like uh hey watch this lesbian porn kind of thing that's that's not a nerd thing i mean maybe booger from the revenge of the nerds but not not the other nerds yeah yeah I'm gonna start recording because it's because it's gonna I'll be a play. I am this will make it so I don't have to cut off where or try to pretend we're continuing the conversation yeah. we had. Oh, so I, 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 I stumbled on something on Twitter, but I I, I should focus. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> yeah, going back to uh, some, another episode we recorded, it's the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City thing. That's like holy shit! I, that's a crazy moment. Awesome. But we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm I'm not familiar. Uh, I want to talk about this stuff on again. Yeah, no, no, we, we don't have to. <laughs> I was just saying I, I don't know, but we're good. It's a reality show. <laughs> just I, I gathered. It, it's, no. <laughs> it's very cringy and stupid. Oh, oh, I I love I love watching things like that. It's just not one of the ones that I've uh, that I've ever gotten into. Mm. Uh, if you want to see Mormons be weird and bitchy. I don't know. Watch it. That sounds delightful. It, it's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Is that the one where one of them got arrested? Yes, by FBI mid episode for real. <laughs> was it for like uh, a? She one of the Mormon ones, I believe. I think she uh, was uh, one of the Mormon ones. It, was it like? Oh, what? I'm sorry. I know she had like a fake charity. She's stealing money from old people. Mm. Somehow I can't remember what the details are i didn't i didn't know people could get caught for doing that uh apparently you can in uh, utah well god bless them so you got did you guys talk about your favorite madam sandler stuff um, without um me? i i had started talking about i kind of remember where we were i had started talking about how the last one that i watched was little nicky and that it was eh, um but that I I always enjoy um, the actor playing not Tiny Lister the other brother who I was looking up his name when we got cut off uh, Terry Reese Cruz. Evans no. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation of his oh name, yes but, um, I always just like him so he he was always fun right um, I like his like sto- uh, Nikki's like stoner heavy metal cult friends <laughs> mm. I present to you Henry Winkler hello. Covered in bees. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of Harvey Keitel as the devil was cool for the <laughs> ten minutes that he is the devil. Yeah. Yeah. The only <laughs> the only uh, cameo appearance that I, I didn't like was uh, Ozzy Osbourne at the end with his eating that virtual oh, his, bat or uh, whatever. <laughs> the, didn't he get like a CG mouth or the? Yeah, that was made of. Yeah, that was. I think. Yeah, his mouth stretches too. 
Oh, I do have the movie memorized. Uh, Spencer, what about you? Uh, I've seen parts of Little Nicky, but I, it never kept my interest for very long. Mm. It's it's fun when, like me, you've been into like started with heavy metal culture and going into like sort of semi-religious education there there are elements of it that you pick up on that's mm. like oh that's actually kind of not not an unclever satire of like Juda- sorry of like Judeo-Christian mm. heaven and hell depictions mm. for the sake yeah. of just being funny yeah uh, like I have fond memories of Mr. Deeds but honestly I think it just might be my own writer yeah I think yeah. as yeah. a natural hair color, hair color. Man, my mouth is. Hold on. What? <laughs> what? All right. That's that's podcast listeners' favorite. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the Butler is um the Coen Brothers guy, Martin Fink. Yeah guy yeah uh you're talking about uh, yeah i'm looking his name right there uh john Turturro. yes yes he's funny yeah he is when he's not in a transformers movie <laughs> yeah uh, you, you have to fight really hard to be funny that kind of stuff you gotta be like uh oh now i can't remember anthony edwards no anthony <laughs> that's, anderson that's the guy from er never mind anthony yeah. anderson thank you yeah um, I used to, you know what? I used to really like the the movie Spanglish. <laughs> if any, either of you are familiar with that one, I've I've never seen it. I I certainly know of it. Um, for some reason, I keep associating that with coming out around the same time that Jack and Jill came out. But I know that's completely inaccurate. That's just kind of the weird way that memory starts to work. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Jack and Jill, two thousand. Oh yeah. Much later. Yeah, I Jack and Jill. I, I was very checked out by Jack and Jill. I think the last one for the first, like, a click, I remember liking. But then after, I think, Zo- don't miss the Zohan's after a click. And, like, yes. that was the last one for a long time with Sandler for me. Because it was just like, I can't, I can't with this anymore. <laughs> it's not worth I, it. I have seen click once. And when I was younger, it was very hard for me to not like a movie or for me to not at least enjoy my time. And I did not like Click. Halfway through, I wanted to turn it off, but I think my dad had paid to rent it. So I was like, <laughs> at the very least, I should watch the whole thing. I did not enjoy my time with Click. <laughs> yeah, I have only seen it once also. I, I did not like it. But my niece, who is in her early 20s, uh, it's one of her favorite movies, I think, because mm-hmm. she hasn't seen a lot of like other, you know, dramas and other things like that. So she, at the part where he's you know getting older and and stuff like that, she she says it makes her cry. So it works for some people. Yeah. Um, when when's fifty first dates? Is that before Click? I th- I want to say yes, but that's still around the era where my memory starts to get all jumbled. Hmm. The last one I saw in the theater was Anger Management, and I did not like it. Oh, and John C. Riley is in that. I, 
I think I like anger management, but the the plot in the second half starts to just make no sense. Yeah. It's yeah, the that's probably when I start disliking it because the the John C. Riley scene when they're at the monastery. I mean, it is funny. And let's see, I can't remember by the cast by looking <laughs> a lot of famous people as usual. Um anyways, that one was the last one I saw, didn't like it. Uh, but I I wanted to mention the movie Airheads. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, he's he's part of three people in that movie, but that it like all together a, a fucking great comedy. Yeah. Well, that's back when he tried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They might drop some, you know, F-bombs and I don't mean fuck. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I don't it's, remember. It's a 90s movie. It is probably yeah that's what to expect just going in I mean even Bill and Ted has it I think it's only one per movie for Bill and Ted oh it did yeah Yeah. and uh, see it is definitely offensive to use that as a derogatory term in general I, I, in my brain I'm like these these two doofuses are are the kind of guys who would say that so for some reason, fitting into its character makes sense to me, even if it's a negative thing. Like, these guys are... They're dumbasses. <laughs> they're failing history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's I, I do get the idea that... Um, Keanu Reeves' dad uh, definitely says that word a lot around him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Keanu Reeves' dad is. No, um, I forgot which one Keanu Reeves is, Bill or Ted, so I just said Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, is the, the military school? Yeah, right? uh, yeah. A, a dad who who holds that kind of threat definitely is the kind of dad who who I wouldn't be shocked to hear say words like that. Yeah, I don't know how his son turned out the way he is. Yeah, that's uh, probably pure. Pure rebellion. I had a friend in college who his whole thing was like, I, I, I'm a redneck, but then I went to his house once and his dad, like, was the president of a bank. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, that was just like this pure rebellion. He, he was just a rich kid. Yeah. Deep down in his heart. Yeah, he tried to keep that stuff secret. Like, very few people got to, um, like, see wh- where he grew up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are we bench warmered out? Uh, yeah. I All feel right. like the um, I've I've gathered recently the amount of tangents I think is speaks of the movie itself. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. On the David Spade meter, zero. This oh. is just trash. Well, I'll give I, him one for for rocking the haircut because okay. somehow. Um, uh, my girlfriend Elizabeth uh, did at least look behind her while she was uh, on her computer while I watched it and afterward we um, went out to dinner and we're talking about it and she was like no David Spade legitimately looks like attractive with with the bowl cut (laughs) 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 and like somehow he's the only like person who can who can rock it yeah Hmm. that's Uh, funny Mm, yeah, I got you, la- yeah. Ladies love the David Spade. 
Yeah, he he has a way. I don't remember what I gave the wrong Missy, but this this is better Spade that than I, I shouldn't say that. It's better David Spade. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I'm not talking about the other I thing. Know, the, I know. The word exists. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you got to rebrand all those playing cards. Yeah. Um, and garden tools. Yeah, like the, like the wrong Misty is just just like kind of lazy and not doing much, and this is actively trying to do something and totally fails at it. So I think that that makes it like and, that and much it, worse. It, it somehow fails at certain things but then like somehow it looks like it got a decent budget in some areas and it's like you should have just put that into the fucking writer's room guys <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's nick swartz and just his right he can be funny but i don't think he should uh be a writer because even his sketch show on comedy central years ago was fine at best i remember watching one great. episode one. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I stuck with it the whole time, because as it's like I was hoping like it's got to get really funny at some point, right? I like him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like him. Why isn't this making me laugh? Though? Why isn't he doing the things that he knows are funny when he does them? That's yeah. not what he was going for. He was going for a dramatic turn that time, wasn't he? He had a, a sketch show because, like, everyone has a sketch show at some point during that yeah. era. Like, Dimitri Martin had one that was also fine. It, basically, trying to repeat Chappelle, but mm. uh, yeah. another problem. Uh, I don't say problematic; it's overused. Uh, but but another uh, figure who pretty, probably know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Chappelle show is still funny though. It is. It, it's it's mm. classic. Like it's a show yep. that if I watch uh, sketches on YouTube because I, I think most are on YouTube. Like I oh, yeah, remember the of them are on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I remember like joke for joke, line for line, the sketches still. And it, yeah. it's, it's been well over a decade, and it's still like, oh yeah, like something like, oh fuck, what is the line? from the pimp one? It was like, uh, uh, there's nothing to say that we haven't said about Afghanistan. <laughs> 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 and I and I knew exactly when that happened. It was like, oh man, I watch this so much more than I realized. <laughs> yeah, it's yep. so good. Still, I uh, art art separate from the artist. Yeah. Um. So so I I feel like I give like the wrong Missy like a two. I'd say this mm-hmm. this is like a four on the on the David Spade meter. It's yeah. not the quality of the movie. You know, I, I give it one and a half stars on Letterbox. It was not my cup of tea. Two, two and four out of what? Out of five? Uh, out of ten? One and a half out of five. Yeah. Three <laughs> out of ten. Did, did we establish like the what the David Spade meter is? Like, oh, you're talking about nope. that? Yeah. I don't think yeah, uh, I, don't. I thought it was a um, one to I ten. Did, score. I did listen to the last episode, but I didn't get all the way through it. I don't remember that, if we even clarified what the. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I know, like guess one out of ten. 
I think because, you like, have to under. Yeah, no, it's I definitely know. one out of ten. It, it's just the movie itself just like sinks it I, down for me. Honestly, I'll isolating him give it a one out of ten because he does nearly nothing in the movie. He gets he gets a couple of good sarcastic things, but it actually works against him in the movie because it makes his character pretty unlikable. Yeah, it <laughs> like, makes his character unlikable, and I, yeah, I agree. I feel like I realized, like, oh, I understand who all the other characters are, but like this guy deserves to be made fun of because he's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just. I watch it. Also, watch this after Lost and Found. It's like, I think that the last time he tried, it yeah, really feels it, like the last time he yeah. actively tried, and that's a really yeah, good I, movie. Yeah. I'd have to look to see. What, when Joe uh, Dirt is just like afterwards. kind of paint by numbers. It's. Uh, I like Joe Dirt. From, from my <laughs> memory, I do. This uh, you offered me either Joe Dirt mm-hmm. or Benchwarmers. After watching Benchwarmers, mm-hmm. I was like, I should have fucking picked Joe Dirt. <laughs> like, I feel like I could have talked way more about it. Um, I feel like I would have enjoyed my time watching it more. I could. I'm sure after watching it again, I could talk for a solid 15 minutes mm-hmm. just about Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Yeah. Uh, y- y- you can. You you need to be on for another episode after, after this. <laughs> I, would, I would absolutely love to come on and talk about any other movie that gave me more to talk about. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. we'll you know we'll we'll keep we'll send you the list when we have them. Yeah, for the next series or whatever when we uh, pick that one. So uh, I don't know. For me, coming up, uh, whenever this comes out, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe uh, we'll uh, our other show, Shoots Piano Player, will be back. Maybe not. Uh, we actually we did we did we, pick a date for it to come back, so I don't I'm not sure it will be released by then. Yeah, we we have recorded an episode since the uh, hiatus message was put up, but yeah. you know we we also have other episodes we have to coordinate with that one. Yes. Also, the, the, we do have us a, a planned date. Just uh, I'll say, there's a certain figure who's come up multiple times uh, in the season that is fascinating uh, and always interesting. That you know, it, it, we're going to talk about. Yeah. And a certain day. Yes. Very versatile. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were talking about John Paul John Paul Belmondo. To, just to spoil, it's not him. And I was like, what, oh, no. what the hell are you talking about? No, no, you know what I'm talking about. There's a, there's a yes, story. I I know what I'm. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Steven Spielberg. Oh wait, I'm forgot to mention the the main little kid from Benchwarmers, Max mm-hmm. uh, Prado. Prado. Yeah. He died a couple of years ago. He's only like 23. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! How? Do you uh, know? It didn't list, but I was going through the kid actors to see if they did anything. It's like, oh fuck, now that kind of ruined my day. <laughs> Learning yeah, that. the the only other thing I found out about any of the kid actors, other than like they were kid actors, um, is the actor who I believe played the the smaller bully mm-hmm. is now a professor at Princeton fucking University, which is <laughs> comp sci. Wow. Mm. Yeah gonna give that kid a wedgie still older than him I, he's he may very well be be <laughs> doing just fine being doing better than any well now it feels bad to say better than any of the other kids <laughs> yeah yeah 
Oh my gosh. I, yeah. I just saw uh Mel's review on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to read it. Sometimes it's best to leave well enough alone. It is perfectly all right to leave some things in the past. Move on and cherish the time you spent together. Never look back. I laughed, <laughs> but I didn't feel good about it. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's, that really does encapsulate the feeling that this movie gave me. And uh, I wasn't sure if I'd be the only one, but it, it kind of feels both good and also bad that that we all felt the same way. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't want to rewatch Dickie Roberts. I don't want to feel that way again. I'm going to watch it and I will re- I will not tell you, but I'm going to watch it for sure because I, I like it when he's a leading man. Uh, I just don't want to ruin the memories. Don't worry. Dickie Roberts will be waiting for you. Yeah. After we're all done. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Shoot to Piano Player pod is on Twitter. You can find us. It's easy. I'm usually tweeting about like uh, what is it, like birds, birds art, and like uh, lately uh, I think I, I think you should leave memes, and that's kind of like my main thing because uh, mm. film Twitter kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, some of that so, stuff. Yeah, so it's more fun just to be goofy and like dumb and uh, and just repost art i like so sure yeah yeah That's, uh do you, james do you have anything that you uh need to promote or anything uh no not not currently um i am a in my spare time i am also a, a musician and songwriter so i'm working on music but it's it's nowhere near ready to even start promoting yet so <laughs> all right you heard it here first Oh, I I forgot to mention Jamie or James to me. James, it it doesn't matter which one. I'm (laughs) sure that's another reason why I better not promote anything now because people (laughs) listening won't even know what to call me. I know, but I've known you for like 15 years, so like you you were Jamie at the time, so I I can't change that habit. (laughs) Yeah, but you you uh, don't need to. It's okay. Yeah, but uh, you wrote the theme music to the Spike Lee season. Oh, yes, I did. I I forgot to mention that. And (laughs) I believe there was another one I was going to do, but um, some personal things got in the way. Uh, I I would also be happy to do another one if if you guys ever need another theme. Just let me know. Yeah, if you want to do, like, an an alternate one for them, our current season. Uh, I think it was was the current season. I wouldn't even know. Oh, oh, no. I guess I I I would feel very free. Because, like, for the Spike for the Spike Lee one I wanted to at least be somewhat reminiscent mm-hmm. because there's a lot of jazz in that so I decided to make a little jazz bit I don't even know what to make for this like, <laughs> that no. would that would be a fun thought experiment yeah or the I French be- New Wave podcast I don't know that's Ooh. yeah whatever what was the song that came up in their first uh, baseball game against the kids because there was um, it was some, they never got to the lyrics part oh uh, Blister is Blister no Blister and a Sun? What's that song called? Dun, dun, oh dun, yeah, dun, they, dun, that dun, is dun, in the dun, movie. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the actual songs in the movie? Oh yeah, it, it totally is. Yeah, it is. Uh, but no, maybe it was a different one. But that, anyways, that I was thinking like either that song or Groovers in the Heart or you know that kind of way, aim that music that way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh. 
uh, if you want to hear a good cover of that, uh, Trixie Mattel does a great cover of it. Yeah, she does. I yeah. Um, one of the things that I'm very happy that Elizabeth has introduced me to is um, is the the drag culture and drag scene, and Trixie Mattel is one of our favorites, and she's an she's an amazing singer. Yeah, she has a country album. At least I think uh, just one. It's like uh, she might have more than one album, but yeah, her like kind of country folky album is really good. She's a fantastic voice, plays the auto harp very well. Yeah, uh, that's uh, cool. Joel, uh, do you have stuff coming out? Are you going to be on any podcast or anything? No. Oh, what are you trying? What, what are you trying know. to insinuate? You should do. You should go on movies. Movies from hell and see what Bradley's like because he he's fun but chaotic. Because he, yeah, he might will, cover. They might cover <laughs> Little Nicky. No. Yeah. Uh, actually, he probably would agree to that. <laughs> if you, he's not, it's not hard to convince him to. I I tricked him into doing an episode on Joysticks, the the dumb sex comedy. So like. Oh. He, he'll talk about anything. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I should listen to an episode and see. If I won't want to jump out a window, you know, it's <laughs> when you're there, it's fun. It's just like you're not going to talk about the movie. I, I don't it's know. I gonna, heard some. Gonna, I heard some people get angry about it. <laughs> I, this episode is the pot calling the cow <laughs> Yeah. Um, I I actually started a let's play series uh, because I wanted to do that for years, and I I, I was like, screw it. Um. My name on YouTube is <laughs> it's Das Putin <laughs> JDT movie. So it's D A S P O O T I N space. Oh, po- not like Putin, like Putin. Yeah, like <laughs> um yeah, I'm going to explain this here and I'm not going to explain it on my uh let's play ever. It's it's my Star Wars Galaxy name. I, I made a Wookiee character, and I was like Chewbacca, Dust oh, Putin. Better. <laughs> oh, that's good. That that's what I do. Yeah, that's a, that's a secret known by only a few close friends. And if they ever tell anyone outside of us, they're dead. Luckily, they'll never listen to this. <laughs> uh, I'll put a link in the uh, show notes. Uh, I have to start putting your links and stuff like that too, Spencer. So send, send yeah. me some stuff. I also have the the blog on African history that I haven't updated in a long time, and a blog on Japanese movies that uh, I haven't updated in a long time. But uh, you know, there, there's stuff on there. There's I have like years worth of writing on there. So I don't know if you want to read that stuff. Eventually, oh yeah, end up the the movie one. I have ten more reviews left, and then I'm kind of done with it, so I can do other stuff. So. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts. It'll, it'll still uh, be up. I'm not deleting it. It's just I'm not going to update it a- I will. anymore after like uh, once I hit ten more reviews. Fine. <laughs> you can take okay. you can take it over if you want to. <laughs> what? You can take it over and review stuff if you want to. I uh, I literally can't form sentences when I try to do that. Uh, it's it's a literal, like, it, it hurts my brain to try to process things other than speaking about them. 
So mm. I guess I could do like a you know voice to text thing or something like that. Yeah, you could. No, I don't want to do that. Okay, get out okay. of my house. Fine. How dare you? I, anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm going to stop this recording. I just want to say I'm sorry that I ruined a couple of people's uh, childhood memories. But <laughs> no, not, why am I taking the blame for this? It was the randomizer. Fuck yeah. you, randomizer. 